Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. me really kind of forcefully at one point you know I said he's moving to Lima to start a church he said churches churches pastor Robert I believe God wants me to start churches I'm like okay whatever start with one <laughs> one at a time bro you know now they've started like seven or eight at this point around Peru he knew what God had called him to do do you know what God has called you to do if you don't that's okay Sit at his feet a little while longer. But if you do, Pastor Robert is going to remind you today to stand firm in your calling. It doesn't matter what other people think about your call, and it sure doesn't matter if anybody else thinks it's possible. God does. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, And our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, as he continues his message, Teachable. Apollos had become convinced that Jesus was the Messiah. And he he knew enough of the prophecies, he knew enough of the Old Testament scriptures to be able to publicly debate the issue with other Jewish men. Later on, the Apostle Paul affirmed the ministry of Apollos. Even as he corrected the Corinthian Christians for being childish and creating divisions over which of them was the better teacher or, or the, 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 the better pastor, whatever. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 4 The Apostle Paul wrote to them, he said, For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one. So in that statement there in verse 5, the Apostle Paul affirms that that Apollos was the real deal. Paul says, listen, you're really in the flesh. You're you're really demonstrating your spiritual immaturity pretty emphatically when you start debating which of us is worthy of being followed, which of us deserves your allegiance. God is the one who deserves allegiance. He says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now listen, this is such an important principle for us to understand because only God 
can build a real church. Because only God can change a human life, can change a human heart, can change a human. Do you understand what I'm driving at here? I'm not passing judgment on anybody's experience, anybody's, you know, other churches or, or whatever. That's not my point. My point with this is that not every building which calls itself a church is actually a church. A church that Jesus would own. A church that Jesus himself would say, yeah, those are mine. I've changed those people. Those, those are mine. Quite often, really, really good music and a, and a, a man really fervent in spirit, you know, and eloquent and, and charismatic and what, you know, a big following is gathered and it's called a church when in fact, quite possibly, Nobody there actually knows Jesus. I mean, they know about him, but they don't necessarily know him. What makes a church that Jesus owns as his is when the Spirit of God is living within a group of people, drawing them together, changing them individually and corporately. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of an individual, which according to the Bible makes that individual a Christian. It's not the label. It's not, oh, what a good Christian. Maybe they're just putting on a good show. Maybe they're just a really talented hypocrite. It's impossible for you or me to know, to judge that. But what we have to remember, what we must remember, is that we can't build a church. One of the things the enemy tries to do with pastors is to persuade us to jump on every bandwagon that comes along, right? I'll just give you a couple of ridiculous examples. Smoke machines in church. Now, listen to me carefully. I got nothing against a smoke machine in church. I'm okay with it. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I thought about buying one. I'm serious. I thought about buying one. You know why? Well, because I'm old. What do I know about stuff like that? But the teenagers and the young adults, if they want to come in here on a Friday night and do something, you know what? I don't care. It's just a building. Smoke machines are cool. I mean, I don't like them. I never liked them. Even it got, I never went to concerts because it's just like I want to be able to see where I'm going. And I don't want to be breathing in all that stuff. They're irrelevant, but but they you know they they can become trendy, and so now you you know it's like to do church the popular way. You got to have this and that and this other thing and these other things, and it's irrelevant. And I remember when we first started, there there was an older pastor down here, and he he tried to get me to spend a fortune on direct mailing, you know, mail everybody in, in our 
geographic area postcard announcing that we were opening up. And I said, no, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to do that. And he couldn't understand why I didn't want to do it. And to be honest, I was a bit judgmental toward him at the time in here, thinking, you know, you're relying on some gimmick. Nothing wrong with doing mailings. We've done mailings. We've done quite a few over the years since then. Mailing somebody a postcard saying, hey, you know, you're invited. It's not about what we do. Support raising for missionaries. There are people working in other countries who they're full-time serving Jesus in, in whatever capacity. And Brian Vandercody is a good example in Peru. When Brian left here more than 20 years ago now, he left Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach with our blessing, and they moved to Lima. Betty was Peruvian, so Betty could get a job and work and, and have, you know, some income. and whatever. But Brian legally could not at the time. But more importantly, he felt like what God wanted him to do was start churches. I remember him correcting me really kind of forcefully at one point. You know, I said he's moving to Lima to start a church. He said, churches, churches, Pastor Robert. I believe God wants me to start churches. I'm like, okay, whatever. Start with one. <laughs> one at a time, bro. You know. Now, they've started like seven or eight at this point around Peru. He knew what God had called him to do. And he has worked hard, and, and, and he has pinched every penny. But, but initially, there were some Calvary Chapel pastors that ridiculed the idea of him raising financial support from churches here in the United States. Why didn't he just get a job? He can't get a job. Well, then maybe he shouldn't be. And it's like, oh, dude, really? But Brian has never forgotten where the support ultimately comes from. And you know what? The support ultimately comes to those who are looking the right direction for it. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730.
That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio 103.7.